the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Healthcare Now, paid for by Integrated Physician Network. This program is recorded to air at this time. Welcome to Healthcare Now with your hosts, Larry Jones and Dr. Mark Shayat. Want to become an educated healthcare consumer? Then join our discussion about all things healthcare and understand how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. Now, let's join our hosts in the Healthcare Now studios. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones, and Happy New Year. 2024 Happy is here. Happy New Year. Can you believe 2024, Dr. Mark? Yeah, what I can't believe is four years ago. Yes. Yes, we started, or this is our fourth yeah. year, so three years ago. Three years Happy ago, we started Happy anniversary, this. Dr. Mark. And yep, it's, com- it's coming up, our, uh, entering our fourth year yep. of uh Third week down. of January, we'll start our fourth year. Nice, nice. And we uh, we can happily say that in those days when we started in, in the pickup of COVID, oh, yeah. that uh, we have, uh, we've left that behind, and we're going to have a great 2024. And that's really what we're we going to talk about today, right? We are, but you know, um, our listeners know that our show has two missions, we do non-political spin, as you well know, Dr. Mark. Every now and then, you and I will fly off on a tangent, but then we bring ourselves back in. Yeah. But it's all about helping build educated healthcare consumers yep. and have an honest discussion about how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. Because it is. It's very complex, yep. and I think that's that's the only time we tend to get into that financial yep. and political realm is when you see all the stressors that are put upon us. Yes. But the best way to avoid having to deal with it Yep is do everything we can to stay healthy, Yes, right? To, yes. to get to a, a fit and a healthy and happy place and decrease the chance of us needing to interact with that system. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Dr. Mark, because we're going to spend quite a bit of time today setting the stage for a healthy 2024. I tell you, it's it's kind of a, almost a trope that people talk about their New Year's resolutions, right? Yeah. And and we get started on, well, what am I going to do better this year? Yeah. And it's it's often, if not... In everybody's book, healthcare is part of it. They may not use it that is. term, right? They may say, you know what, That's I, I right. want to get in better shape. That's I want right. to lose a little weight. Lose a little weight. I want yeah. to do this. I yeah. want to, you know, I want to improve my sleep habits. That is all healthcare. All those That's things right. decrease the chance that you're going to have to yep. interact with that complex system. Right. And, you know, one of the big things that we've talked about several times on the air is knowing your numbers, yes. Dr. Mark. Yes. yes. Knowing your cholesterol, mm-hmm. your blood pressure, your blood sugar, and your BMI. Yep. Absolutely. And explain. You want to go through each one of those real quickly? Sure, we can. I mean, you know, the, the blood pressure is really, really something that everyone's familiar with. Yep. Um, not so much on the details of what it is, but it, right. the, the the problem. It's kind of a silent killer. Oh, well, that's the problem. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say the problem yep. is you don't, if your blood pressure is high, you don't necessarily know it. Right. A lot of people are like, oh, well, don't you get headaches? Well, if yep. it, that, then you're really on the high or end. Or dizziness. And yep. yeah, so those things. Yep aren't typically symptoms that happen until, I don't want to say too late, but until you're way down the road. Right. So you want to check your blood pressure. And, you know, even if you go to the drugstore and you sit down on one of those machines and you get it, and it's very mm-hmm. easy to go, ah, that, that, that number is probably wrong. Yeah. Uh, don't 
don't just just walk away and say I don't the one feel where bad. You put the cuff on your arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I hear people all the time say, "Well, those readings are high." Yeah, well, yeah, I hear that all the exactly, time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So you want to get that checked out, mm-hmm. and you know there there are lots of ways that you can address blood pressure through right. your diet, through exercise, yep. and there are. Uh, there are more medications that I can sit here and, and name, but you want to go see your primary care physician yep. and have that evaluated. So that's your blood pressure. Yeah. Well, you know, the key there, and I want to go before we go through the other three, uh-huh. you just mentioned the key to starting a healthy new year. Choose a primary care physician, get an annual wellness visit, cost you nothing, even on your own insurance plan. Right. And you set the stage for a healthy 2020. Right. And we're, we're about to uh, end the open enrollment for the ACA here yep. in just a few days, like January a week. 15th. Yep. yep. And uh, mm-hmm. so that that's very important. And, and yep. that's one of the things you're going to do is you're going to pick a plan. Yep. If you have physicians that you want to be on that plan, you check and make sure they're on yep. there. And if you don't, you want to see who is on there and you pick your primary yeah. care doc. And it's interesting you mentioned the ACA because we got into the numbers before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Over 16 million people have enrolled in the Affordable Care Act this right. year. Right, yep, yeah. It's the been, largest ever. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's yeah. it's, uh, it's definitely going to continue to grow for a lot of the – I yeah. mean, we, we, don't, we won't rehash our, our last discussion on it. but The it's, good it's, and the bad of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's inevitable. It's yeah. not – it's not a party. It's yeah. not uh, like, you know, the uh, the 10 billionth burger sold at McDonald's or anything. Right, but right. it's uh, it's definitely something that you, we expected to see. Yeah. But, you know, aside from blood pressure, talk about blood sugar for a minute, Dr. Mark. So blood sugar and, and the A1C, which is a, yep. poor, a little bit more of a scientific way yep. to say, it, you know, because at any time, your blood sugar may be elevated if you've eaten something. Yeah. So, so we usually do then a fasting. Then it goes fasting, back down. Then right? it goes back yeah. down. Yeah. So now it can be elevated when you haven't eaten, um, or it can have big swings. Okay. And so these are all indications of something going on that, that we need to address. Right. So if you're ele- elevated for a constant level, your A1C is going to increase. The A1C is a marker basically of cellular damage that is caused by having too much glucose circulating in your system. Okay. Um, and it's not being cleared because for, it can be for reasons like your insulin isn't working well or you're okay. not producing enough okay. insulin. But now, would that be the insulin resistance thing that we've talked about right, in the exactly, past? Exactly, exactly. Okay. So, okay. so you sort of have two ways of it happening: either it's insulin resistance or decreased production of insulin. Okay. Either way, we're talking about a type of diabetes, right? And or or pre-diabetic situation. Yep. So, if you catch this early enough, once again, medications, diet control can keep you out of yep. some very serious issues. And and you don't feel it. You don't. And the know. only way to know is have blood tests done through your primary care. Hundred percent on an annual wellness visit. Hundred percent. That's yep. the, that's the only way to do it. Yep. Now let's talk about cholesterol because we're going to talk about strokes in a little bit, Doctor Mark. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to believe some of the numbers we have. But how does cholesterol impact your overall health? You know, cholesterol is an interesting one because that has been what we've hung our hat on for heart disease for decades. Yep. Uh, and and we, there's been a couple of things that we're missing out on. Uh, one of the things is we we thought that early on you didn't really need to check. This was something you did in your middle age. Well, we know now that there are predictors of early problems with cholesterol. And well, we also know, let me mention while you're talking about you talking yeah. about you didn't know until your other age, older age. Right, forty percent of strokes happen before the age of sixty five. Right, right. Well, this is even before because in order to have a stroke or a heart attack that is related to cholesterol deposition, mm-hmm. that that's going on. For decades, right. That doesn't happen You're overnight. Up yeah, over yeah, we are right. So, so <laughs> what we were looking at is, well, certainly you don't have to look at teenagers or kids, and you do. And there's two two parts of that. One is if you've got somebody who has the genetics. 
that they're, they're going to have a higher cholesterol. You know, you've already already got the issue that that's happening. And if you combine that with a diet that's going to give them a lot of fats okay. in their diet, if they're if they're always eating cheeseburgers, which you know, kids, right. we, we, we you know, kids and others yep. do. Well, we're going to uh, talk about that yeah, in a minute. On diet diet yeah. nutrition, yeah, right? Yeah. So so you're going to see that number now. There are a lot of other things we, we realize now that the cholesterol itself isn't the problem necessarily. Okay. It's probably some inflammatory issue, but still, you're contri- if you've got got that inflammation and you have a high cholesterol, yeah. you're going to have more difficulty with right. your arteries and right. your and, vessels. And build up and of build plaque, up. Yeah. So, then causing so, blood pressure right. problems. So yeah. all the things that we're talking about are mm-hmm. they're easy numbers to find out. Yep. Um, they're they're on your on your regular panel of evaluation when you go in and, and have that annual visit, yep. and it's not a marker. None of these things are like, oh, this means you have this. That's no, right. It, it means we need to look into it. That's right. And it's it's just a scanning. So we don't. I don't want to put too much yep. weight on right. these numbers as if right. this number's bad, I have this problem. Yep. No, it's this is an alert that yep. we need to look further into yep. the situation. You know, it's kind of like years ago before batteries just automatically went dead in a car. You would have symptoms. It would take a couple times to crank or even your starter, and there would be symptoms. Right. Well, you when those symptoms started, you'd take your car in and have it checked. Yeah, don't wait for it to go dead. Don't on wait the, for it to yeah. go dead sure, on sure. you. Sure, it's not Unfortunately, analogy, yeah. the batteries don't work like that today, yeah. but it's the same scenario, sure. isn't it, Dr. Mark? No, it, no, it is. You, you yeah. want, you're you going to have yeah. those little things. Or in, in the case of blood pressure and cholesterol, mm-hmm. no symptoms at all. Right. Right, you know, by the time by the time it takes a while to crank up the car, yep. it's already well down. Again, yep. I don't want to say too late because you can still do things, right? right. But you can't, you know, you can't go backwards yep. there. So th- th- it's a it's a long it's a long game, yep. right? You need well, to be all part of that, right? And and that long game, I like that term because eighty percent of cardiovascular disease can be prevented. Yes, yes, or or at least contained. Right, and when we say that, we're talking yep. about. Early prevention. Yeah. We're not talking yeah. about if, if you've already got a 70% occlusion of yeah. your LAD yeah. in your then heart. Then you've already let it yeah. go too yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. so are there other markers that we can be looking at? Yeah. And, the, and the last thing about knowing your numbers is your body mass index, BMI, right. mm-hmm. you know, weight consciousness, diet, nutrition, eating healthy. Right. Talk about that a little bit, Dr. Mark. So I think BMI is, you know, the, th- the three letters that, that probably gained the most, uh, most exposure in the yeah. last decade. Yeah. And basically what it's saying, it's just a... A, again, a simple calculation. It's a ratio between your height and your weight, right. and it gives you a number. Right. And those numbers then put you into categories. <clears throat> now, one of the problems with the BMI is the category that says overweight, it really isn't an unhealthy category. Right. But it really causes a stigma yeah. of, you know, overweight, yeah. obese, you know, well, moderately Well, based obese, on the clinical obese. numbers, 70% of America is either overweight or obese. Right, right. That's and a so, serious and, number. And, and we really can't say that being overweight in that now now if you're if you're literally there's a there's a group called super obese so you could be super obese now now everyone agrees that that person is at health risk right and but they're also overweight yeah now overweight on this scale means something totally different that's right and i think that gives people really a lot of confusion so once again this is just about you can you can weigh yourself, you can measure yourself, you can calculate this on your you know there there are apps on the phone or just you know Google it up. You'll be yeah. able to, be well, able to me, figure it out. Let me throw something. Well, out, let, me, you know. let me finish out the, okay. the thought sure. pattern here. Okay. So so you can figure that out, and just like the other things, if you see a word that attaches that number, that you're like, huh, I'm not really comfortable with that. Well, that's the discussion you have with your primary care doc. Mm-hmm. Your primary care doc might say, Larry, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Okay, but 
What about two years from now when that number jumps up again? Exactly. Now you're, you're see that, that may, maybe you should have been watching things a little more closely. Right. Uh, the thing that is going to, you know, we've just come off a big time football season. Mm-hmm. And I look at these offensive linemen, yeah. Dr. Mark, oh, yeah. in college and in, in the mm-hmm. pros. These guys, well, Georgia had an offensive guard, 6'8", 370. Yep, yep. You know, number one, what do you feed that? But number two, how do you manage BMI, weight control, yeah. nutrition, yeah, healthiness? You, you, you can't. You understand where I'm going oh, with yeah, this? Oh, yeah, for sure. For and sure. I no, realize all... these are outliers. Yeah. These aren't the norm. No, yeah. No, they are. And they are. They're yeah. the, they're the, they're half percent, right? They're, yeah. they're yeah. incredible athletes. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's kind of, I, I don't know. For, for me, it's kind of sad because, because of, their athletic prowess yep. and the game that they play being so popular, nobody's really yep. thinking about the fact that not just the the adipose tissue, the fat that's there, because they that's yeah. for weight. You know, if you're oh. a lineman, and it's got to be a it. lot of body mass. And then if yep. you're looking, but then even the muscle mass, yep. you can't. There's no way that you know these are young people, right? Yeah. Oh they, yeah, and, and they're when, 18, 19 right. year and old kids, and when they're 49, that muscle is not the same. That's right. And and they're you know they're yep. exceptions to all the rules. Yep. But yeah, it it is. I mean, you know, I was I worked with the NFL sure, Players Association, sure. and that's and, really why yeah, I brought yeah. it up. Yeah, and yeah. and when we go to the uh, yeah. the NFL alumni groups, it that between that and joint problems, which can be weight related. Yep. a lot of those are yep. traumatically related. A lot as of well. these guys have knee problems over the knee, years. Hip, too. back, hip, yeah. soul. I mean, yep. you, you name it. Yep. You name it. And that yep. is that is uh, that is a very unique piece. And something, uh, you know, something that it's it's difficult to talk about. It, it really is. is. It's, it's hard. Yeah. Well, you know, Dr. Mark, this is a great discussion to start the year off. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking about how to start a healthy 2024. We'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break. And when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now, Thursday nights at 7. And now, Healthcare Now Extra, Saturdays at 11 a.m., only here on The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. You've got Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now studio, and we are just talking about things in 2024 that you can work on pay attention to uh that are important to uh you know be better predictors of, of what's going to happen to next a good year yeah to a good year to a good year and and yeah. you know and year after year after yeah. year you, know, you can yeah. put put a lot of string of good years together yeah. you know dr mark our wish and our prayer for all our listeners and and our friends and family is a healthy prosperous blessed 2024 yeah yeah and and, and i i agree with you 100 yeah. but as we've sat here and just and taping today yep. 
Uh, well, I've had two texts about friends that are actually having their first interactions with healthcare issues. Wow. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting. So yeah. just reminding you that I that, may get that those things calls do, later. Yeah, <laughs> that things happen and and move yeah. forward. Yeah. Uh, so, but what can we do? I mean, yeah. we're, we are not helpless in this plan. Absolutely. There, there not. are some things. Most of the stuff's like, man, I just never saw that coming. Yeah. But you know, you could have seen it coming. Yeah. So well, you're invincible when you're in your twenties. Right. Yeah. You're you're thinking about it when you're thirties. You're well, doing something about it in your forties, and by the time you get to your fifties, it's too late. Well, how many times people say like, "Hey, man, why am I working this hard? Tomorrow I could get hit by a bus." That's right. Well, guess what? Right. You know how you avoid getting hit by a bus, right? I don't have Stay to stay out of the road, you. right? I don't have to teach right. you how to look left or right. I know it still happens, but the same token yep. goes yep. with with well, yep. you can also yep. avoid heart disease. Yep. Now it's not a hundred percent avoidable, but the more yep. you can play into. I'm gonna, I, you know what? I'm gonna put myself yep. in the best position to right. worry about it less than the next person. That's right. right? That's and, right. and how do I do that? Yeah. Well, Doctor Mark, every 40 seconds, someone in the United States has a stroke. Wow. And wow. every three and a half minutes, someone dies from a stroke in America. Yeah, that's, that's, that's mind-boggling. And and when you think about it, there was actually a flyer in the newspaper this week on a Presbyterian church in St. Cloud, Florida, mm-hmm. that is doing a health fair. Yeah. And the the significant piece of the health fair, they're titling Avoid a Stroke. Right. And it says that 80% of strokes and heart disease can be prevented yeah. with these tests. Number one, a car- car- carotid artery disease ultrasound. Yep. An AFib test. And right. we've talked about AFib. Sure. That's another silent killer. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, abdominal aortic aneurysm mm-hmm. and a peripheral arterial uh, disease. Dr. Scan. Mark, you want to hit on each one of those just a so, little bit? Yeah, I mean, they're really uh, easy. Yep. Uh, they're, they're not, they're, you can, so, so, most primary carriers aren't doing these processes, yep. but they can order it. And uh, so the they car- don't do the ultrasounds. They do check your carotid. Yeah, they do listen to your they carotid. They do listen to your carotid. And, and what does that do, Dr. So Mark? what they're listening there, okay. we, you know, we talked about cholesterol deposits or calcium deposits okay. that occur in the arteries. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, the artery being a pipe, that's, that's flexible. Right. And if you put some little areas in there that start to build up, you have this, okay. this, Cal- plaque this, the or plaque, calcium, right? Yeah. So that no, now the pipe is no longer smooth. Okay. Right? So there are little bumps in it as it goes along, and you can well, hear those bumps. Well, you can hear the blood flowing through, okay. just like you can hear if you take a garden hose and pinch it a little bit. You you can now hear the water flowing you. through the hose. You couldn't hear good it analogy. Yeah. So okay. so that's what that's what they're listening for. But think about that, Larry. It's got to be pretty bad if you can hear it like that. Yeah. yeah. Now on an ultrasound, the ultrasound can see the diameter of the artery, it can see the plaques, and it can measure what the percentage occlusion is. And so if you get that, again, great baseline. You know, there's a certain certain age when you're gonna first get that done. Right. Uh, it, right. You wanna you wanna add into, you know, do you have a do you have a family history mm-hmm. of people who've had right. TIAs and right. many strokes, who've right. had carotid artery disease. Yep. If you know yep. it, you know, you need to History. TIA, explain that to our listeners. So that's Dr. just Mark. a, it's a, it's a, they call them like miniscopes. They're transient okay. ischemic issues, right? Okay. So, beautiful. So they're, they, they may come, someone might say, well, yeah, I got really confused or dizzy or yeah. I lost sight in one eye. Yeah, but you know, it got okay. better. Well, I'm glad well, you mentioned ischemic because 87% of strokes are due to an ischemic strokes. 
Yeah, which just means the blood flow is yeah. being cut off, and it's being cut okay. off by that plaque. I got you. All right? Okay. So so the other type is a, a hemorrhagic yeah. stroke where you actually have a damage to the vessel in the brain, okay. and blood gets outside that vessel, right? Okay. So, yeah. so that's a, that's a sep- separate yeah. also, but in this in that whole mm-hmm. stroke family that, that we mm-hmm. worry about. Well, there were almost a million strokes in America last year, Dr. Mark, mm-hmm. and 60% of those, which have been over 600,000, are recurring strokes. The other 400,000 people are new strokes every year. New strokes every year. Yeah, That's I guess we'll big but you said 40 per second. We'll have to do yeah. the math and see if that runs because yeah. I bet there's it seems like it'd be more than a million. You would think. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it you probably think. does. Yeah. yeah. But but then we've got the uh, the AFib test. Well, it's kind of interesting. Someone was just telling me a story about the day about how their sibling had was was going to go travel and got this warning and she the person was telling me rolled up her sleeve and tapped on her eye her iPhone or her mm-hmm. iWatch rather. It okay. says she yeah, has an iWatch and I went, "AFib? How did you know that?" Well, it's because the 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 uh, the iWatch yep. it actually has FDA approval to detect yes, it only one thing and that's AFib. AFib and that's AFib is irregular heartbeat, correct? It's a sp- specific type of irregular heartbeat. Okay. That's why that's okay. only that one thing cuz you can have you. other arrhythmias that they may detect or not pick up on. Okay. So it's not like, oh, well, I'm going to get an iWatch and I'm never going to have AFib. Not the case. Right. And if your right. watch is giving you that warning, what are you supposed to do, Larry? Go get it checked out because of could, course it could be wrong. Yeah, but don't ignore it and think and it's I the battery. And I bet you've never up. had a lipid panel done to check your cholesterol. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. That's so, right. So, and, and, and now the AFib and, and cholesterol don't have anything to do with each other. Right. So that's right. Pe- no, that's true. Specifically, yeah. an electrical issue, but it's something that that is so incredibly common. Like we talked about this, a- AFib is the most common cardiac disease right in existence it's yep. it's so common and the problem isn't it interesting dr mark that just up until the last 10 years we didn't even hear the term afib well, i mean i did i mean well, we talked as, a about it as a physician but, but, but i mean but the, it, the right. average no, person yeah, right. didn't hear no, no, it. No, you didn't yeah. you didn't hear much about it unless yeah. you knew somebody that had it yeah. but the problem with afib is it so it it is you know, you've got the the different chambers of the heart so that atrial chamber if it is fibrillating it means it's not squeezing stuff out it's kind of vibrating so okay. blood flow changes, and if you if you have blood that's not flowing, you can get a clot. Yep. Now, if you get a clot in the in, incorrect side of the heart, it can shoot right up to your brain or into your lungs, depending on which atrium right, we're talking right, about here, right. right? And so that is the bugaboo of AFib, and in addition to your heart rate being way too fast. Okay. And so, but if you detect it early you can get it fixed or addressed and not have that concern for the clot. Right. So that's, that's again, why it's so important. Okay. So yeah. the, the abdominal aortic aneurysm. Mm-hmm. Um, so similar. Now that's to some, serious, right? Dr. Mark. <laughs> these are all serious. Yeah. These, these are, are definitely all serious. All serious. <laughs> but the abdominal aortic aneurysm is very, very common. Now that can be detected by an ultrasound. That can also be detected by a simple ultrasound. It's okay. ultrasound. They look, okay. they start sort of at the upper part of the abdomen, mm-hmm. you know, lower part of the chest. Yep. You can actually look at, the, the aorta higher than that, too. But okay. the common area, the most common area, is in the abdomen. Right? Now, would that be uh, like symptoms of pain no, or no. there would be if no If you're having pain, again, you're too late. I got you. Um, so this is asymptomatic. So it's, again, a it's, silent killer. It's family history. Okay. And you're going to get that ultrasound. And the first time you get it, they may go, hey, you've got a little. So an aneurysm is a, a bulging. Right. Right? right. So, again, we'll go back to the garden hose. Mm-hmm. Garden hose splits. Doesn't yep. burst, right. but it's got that bulging, right? Right. That's an aneurysm. Right. Right. And if you don't address that, it's going to continue to thin out the wall of that hose, or in this case, your aorta. Right. And it starts to dissect. And eventually it'll burst. 
It, yeah. it actually yeah. Yeah, it separates a little bit. That's when people come in with pain, and and okay. and some can be some many can be saved, but many do not make it. Yeah. So you want to know that ahead of time, and we know by the measurement of of what size the aneurysm is, what yeah. what we should do. Should we watch it? Should we do yeah. something about it? And there's you know a couple of ways depending on where it is, whether they do it very uh, much through like an open operation yeah. or mm-hmm. something that goes through the vessels in the body, okay. Okay. and then they put put a stent in. The, the uh, aorta itself. Okay. Well, look, so that's that's really a well, big Well, let me one. throw a couple of things. Stroke is the leading cause of serious long-term disability in America and across the world, Dr. Mark. Oh, it's so common, yeah. And number two, it costs cardiovascular disease, costs the healthcare system almost $400 billion a year, and stroke alone is almost $100 billion a year. Yeah. Now, when you think of a $4.5 trillion, that's some serious numbers there. No, it is. Absolutely you is. It's, it's super common. But but I think one of the big myths is stroke risk does increase at a, with age, but strokes can and do occur at any age. Talk about that, Dr. Mark. Yeah, they can. I mean, you're yeah. not, you're, yeah. you're not going to see them in children unless they have some other very serious disease or, or right. an, an aneurysm mm-hmm. or, you know, an accident. Right? right. But, but they can, it's, it's not something that you got to be 80, right? Yeah. You know, you can, you can ha- have a stroke in right. your fifties yeah. and your forties. Oh, I've so, known some friends in their late thirties that have had strokes. I mean, it really kind of relates to people know that you know, you can have a heart attack when you're younger, yeah, right? And, yeah. And so it's it's the same kind of thing. I had a 41 year old friend died of a yeah. heart attack. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay. on, on your list, on uh, the last, uh, yeah, one? last yeah. one mm-hmm. is peripheral artery disease, which is incredibly common okay. and it's very debilitating. Um, basically, peripheral arteries are the arteries in in your arms and legs. Okay. But this is almost always talking about your legs. Okay. And you you talk people will be like, you know, I can only walk about this far, and I get this pain in my calf. Mm-hmm. So they call that claudication. Okay. And so if someone has, that's actually how we measure it, even without this testing, which is, you know, again, an ultrasound, we can look at the peripheral arteries and see what they're looking like. But if somebody tells you, I can only walk this many stairs or I can only walk this many yards, Mm -hmm. you can track that month over month, year over year and see it getting worse. And you know where they're headed. And you don't ignore it. You go to your primary care doctor and find out what's going on. Because it's always so much easier to address this early because if it does get too late and you, again, get blockage or a clot Mm -hmm. that forms in the vessel, you're going to, you're going to have problems that we can't address. So those are, those are really simple things that, that you can do. And, you know, I think it's kind of interesting. So the thing that you brought in is actually very, very yeah. good, very important, yeah. but it's a business, right? It is. So, so they want somebody to come out and and for a for a yeah. for a cost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't we don't want to yeah. pump it up on air or yeah. anything. Yeah. But for a cost, you can get all this done. These are this is all done by an ultrasound and, and like a health fair, right? Right. And, exactly. and there are these. This is just one instance, but these things happen all year long, all over the community, Doctor right. Mark. But but if you go see your primary care doctor, you don't have to worry about and it. And you already it's signed right. up on the ACA right. or you've got Medicare. Yeah. You're going to, if you have you a don't risk have to factors, pay this cost at all, you're going to get this done. <laughs> That's right. These guys are going to come after us here. I mean, they, yeah. they, they thought we were really pumping them up, but no. That's okay. No. Well, we but, didn't mention but, the name. But, but to be fair, yeah. for under 200 bucks, the peace of mind to yeah. do this. Yeah. Now, would I tell you that if you're a you know, 32-year-old female or 26-year-old male yeah. and you don't have a family history, yeah. do you need any of these things? Yeah. No, and but more, you need more a primary care doctor. Exactly. There you go. Because they're going to they're gonna be able to yeah. tell you, like, listen, you know, we can give everybody a total body MRI once a week. That's right. But That's we're right. going to find a lot of things that we don't need to do anything about. 
and it's going to make you know yep. make, make a real yep. head scratcher as to right. what you should do next. Yeah, and tying it up at risk for stroke, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and these issues that we bring up in this health fair, and it can all be prevented and certainly identified by picking a primary care doctor, Doctor Mark. Yep, they can they can start the yep. plan early, and yep. you're going to have your best outcome, even if it's yep. it's not. You have to deal with this yep. at some point, yep. but that's how to be yep. healthier in 2024. And, and, and to tie this up, uh, I want to mention one other thing about being healthy. Review all the drugs that you take, Dr. Mark, and yep. are there Medical any review. you can eliminate? Yep. Ask your doctor. Yeah, you, yeah, don't do that personally, right. but you're, when you see your physician say, I'd like to get yep. fewer pills in my pill box here, and that's, that's a smart thing to look yep. at. Okay. Healthier 2024. Good discussion, Dr. Mark. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now, Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra, Saturdays at 11 a.m., only here on The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. Welcome back to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones, and we're here in 2024, kind of looking at some of the new changes that we're going to see politically in Congress. And yep. I think we'll start off with that. Yeah. Healthcare and congressional work that's being done up there. What, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, there's some stuff statewide. There's stuff nationally. Yes. There are three big topics that Congress is going to tackle when they come back January 9th in the 118th Congress, Dr. Mark. And obviously, the first one is drug pricing. Yes, yeah, pharma. 20% of health care costs expected in 2024, which could exceed $5 trillion, will be drug pricing. Yep, yep. No, I mean, and it's not, that's not new, right? Yeah. I mean, that's right. we talk about that day in and day out. And we've seen some states, including our state, that have taken some steps towards yes. controlling the PBMs. And that's what this is looking at, right? Yes, this is exactly. looking at, I mean, are we, are we creating these sort of mini monopolies yep. um, where, Drug well, transparency and PBMs that, you know, Governor yeah. DeSantis took that here in Florida. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. And I think yeah. uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, we it it's not new. Right. I mean, yeah. this has come up many a time, but it is a bipartisan issue. Very and much I think so. there, there's going to be a lot of push. But yep. the, the reason things don't happen is you have states where these companies operate and, you know, they employ people of the state and constituents. And so people often vote differently than right, you might think right, they would. Right. Uh, and because it is, it's, it's big economy, it's big dollars. Yep. And, you know, I think we have to keep digging into the why yep. of, of these costs because you're not, we're not trying to just tank a company by any means. We're trying to figure out if, is, is this a fair price yep. and uh, you know, or, or is there, or is it gouging? Yep. Right. So exactly. that, that's what we need to know. And that's a big one. And, you know, uh, through the HHS department, of the FDA, the Federal Drug Administration, uh, who regulates about 80% of all drugs that come through right. because many of them have been in there for years, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Rep- represent the other 20%. 
they're really looking at not only pricing, but also just recently, Dr. Mark, we've had some drug product access issues like Ozempic right. and some of these other products mm-hmm. that have, you know, really become a problem in getting it on the shelf for physicians to prescribe. Right. And the idea here is Ozempic's work on diabetes yep. separate from Ozempic and, and weight Wago- control. And Wagovi That's and weight right. control. That's right. And we're, we're not picking on the one. This is this is just the, the biggest seller so yep. far. Um, you know, if people were using it for weight control, which yep. is very, very important, yep. but not necessarily emergent in someone who needs yep. it to control yep. their, their diabetes. Yep. Well, I mean, and that, that's going to, I think there, I think competition in the market is going to curb that back. It's going to allow for production of, I mean, we already have, yep. I believe two other similar yep. drugs on the yep. market. And so I think, I think that's going to fetter out something that will work. The question is going to be, what is going to be covered by your insurance? That's right. And where does that pricing get set? Mm-hmm. Is Does competition really bring the cost down, yeah. or does it just give yeah. us three drugs that are equally expensive? Right. And then the other thing on access, it is price, but it's also the quantity of production. product. Production, and, yeah. and, you know, we depend tremendously on China for yeah. a lot yeah. of drugs, yeah. Dr. Mark. And I, don't, I, think I don't think those, but yeah. You're going to yeah. see – no, not those yeah, drugs, yeah, but right. many other drugs. Sure. And we're going to see Congress address that issue coming into the new year 2024 to try to bring more production back home to be back in in the u.s yeah yes. so yes yeah i mean i think i mean i've got two issues with with some of the overseas production uh one is uh that was price yep. and, and the other yep. is effectiveness due to quality right because yes. it, it gets very difficult i mean one of the ways the prices come down is you know we're just we're taking somebody else's word for the fact that 25 milligrams of this is 25 milligrams of this, right. and it's That's not right. necessarily. No. And any of you that have been on a generic after spending years on a branded medication, you yep. may you may walk around, you know, it doesn't seem to work as well. Right. Well, guess what? Right. It doesn't work as it well. It doesn't work it as could. well. It could. It yep. could. Yep. But because there are there are some areas that the the generic yep. is exactly the same drug made in exactly the same place the other right. one is. Right. But when when you know, you've got a lot of a lot of the blood pressure meds that come and yep. go. They all come out in a yep. generic form, and it's. I hear that a lot. Yep. That people are like, "Yeah, yep. I, it doesn't control my pressure like yep. it used to." And I think the other thing, and you can address this a little better than I can, but the biologics that are coming on board mm-hmm. that are kind of uh, what do you call them, mem drugs from a branded, right? Yeah. So you know, yeah. That well, again, if that's you're, if an you're going issue the generic that Congress side, is going to look at, right? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I think it's it it just gets too. It's too easy to not include the active ingredient in a drug if there if you have a compounded yeah, drug yeah, and yeah. or but there are also biologics that are just a different drug that that Altogether. cost less you yeah, know yeah. so so it is that that is we I think we had uh, one or two uh, a year ago we talked about this we a good did bit, we and talked it was about biologics, it was yeah. a very interesting conversation of 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 really definitions right because exactly because it yeah. I think it's it's purposefully confusing so yeah. but very important and the other one aside from the drug pricing and drug product access is price transparency Dr Mark yeah. the legislation was enacted two years ago. And less than twenty percent of hospitals comply with pricing transparency today. Right now, are we talking? We're talking across the board. We're not just across talking about meds the board. Here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're talking about yeah. if you're going to have a cardiac echo any, any at a hospital right. uh, versus at a at an yeah. office, you should be told what it's yeah. going to cost. That's right. And and clearly, there's only one reason it's not happening because you know the the competition. Well, no, yeah. I mean it's that that you know the the hospitals know 
that they're going to lose a That's lot right. more That's money right. there, yep. but they're not even getting yep. fined. If they did get fined, the fines yep. were minimal. Yep. Like for a yep. big hospital system, yep. they're going to pay the fine yep. every day. Yeah. You know, the, the only legislation that has actually impacted pricing transparency is the avoiding uh, balance bill charges on out of network right. procedures. Right. If you're out of network, they can't balance bill you. They still have to for bill Medicare. You for Medicare. For Medicare, right. And, and Medicaid. Yeah, but, but, under for, the same, but for private insurance, they can't. Oh, they can. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's right. But yeah. but that's made a big impact yeah, in about uh, half 50%. the country. Sure, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, while while all these new bills that, that uh, Congress is going to be looking about, there is an uncertainty about how exactly these all these various bills are going to play out. Oh, sure, because you don't know but, what they're attached yeah, to. Yeah, but it is certain that stakeholders like the American Pharmaceutical Association, sure. the American Hospital yep. Association, and the American Medical Association are going to be watching this very closely yep. over the next couple of years, Dr. Mark. Yeah, no, and, and, and they have been. They have been. Yep. And I think they've recognized, you know, one side recognizes what the problems yep. are, and it's this it's tug of war to yep. try to figure out how, yep. how we're going to fix it. You know, so I, I don't know. You know, I think when the when the governors get involved, they seem to have a lot more ability to unilaterally say we're going to do this. Uh, and well, they can and, do some certain things yeah. at the state level to yeah. impact. It. And it, it yeah. can really make some big changes. And again, it's bipartisan. I mean, it's not right. It's not everybody wants yeah. this to happen. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, you, you'd think that, but then the, I don't know if you don't want to call out names of companies, yeah. but you know, all these companies yeah. are stationed and they, they're in certain states and they yeah. have a lot of yeah. employees. And if, if they started telling, if the governor stood up and said, right. we're going to do this, that, that yeah. company's going to stand yeah. up and say, well, yeah. come on now, because you know, we employ, X number. We're right, the largest, empl- right. literally the largest employer in the state. Exactly. Right? And exactly. what you know, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know, the the other thing, Doctor Mark, is this three point three seven percent cut to Medicare conversion factor that actually began January one. Yeah. Very quietly. And Very quietly. The, the conversion factor determines what a specific CPT code is billed and allowed. Yep. It's how you figure out yep. what your RVU and, is. And the the part that fries me is, you know, we're all about preserving and protecting the independent practice of medicine. So the docs are getting a 3.37% conversion factor cut. That doesn't necessarily mean the rates are going to go down 3.37. No, but, but money in their pocket is going to go down. Yeah, exactly. But yet they gave the hospitals a 1.7% increase. Yep. They gave the 340B plan, a 3.7% increase. What's the 340B plan? Go That's down. the drug piece that okay. the hospitals buy drugs. Gotcha. And they get a higher reimbursement. Right, right, right. And and so, but yet, how do independent physicians continue to survive in this environment, Dr. Mark? This goes back to that that argument of capitalism and, you know, if we limit yep. one side, you know, yep. is that okay? You know, like I say, our, 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 our favorite CPA brought up my, you know, I'm, brought up this concern about pharma like how can we restrict their earnings i mean that's that's not capitalism well look we just restricted the earnings of the providers and we're doing that decade after decade without variability whereas if you look at the amount of money that each of these other groups hospitals included we're not seeing those cuts right now it it just seems like we're not playing fair in healthcare. And it's it's an argument that's so hard for people on the political side to get fully across because right. it sounds like right. we're just whining about what. No, it's just I'm not even saying don't cut the doctors back. 
Mm-hmm. But make it even. Make it an even play. If 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 no, we're gonna, I agree. You know, if I one agree. group's going to bleed, the other has yeah. to walk because we're all in it together. Yeah. Providers, yeah. big pharma. Yeah. You know, we're all in it together. It's Insurance, no different inside a awesome. service building. The same thing. Yep. Yep. So exact so it really thing. it really needs to be looked at as an overall. Yep. Either yeah, you know what we're gonna we're gonna spread the wealth. Or we're going yep. to make healthcare cost less, yeah. which is always that that yep. difficult thing. Like, what what is what what would that actually look like? Exactly. You know, Doctor Mark, you know, we we're talking about some pretty heavy stuff here. Let me lighten it up a little bit. There is something that has really happened that is really wonderful in Florida. The f- cardiologist did the first in state that removed a heart tumor with a catheter. Okay. And that happened in Tampa. Oh, nice, nice. And now they do that all the time in, you know, fixing uh, mitral valves and things like yep. that. But actually removing a tumor off the heart with a catheter, uh, catheter procedure was the first done in Tampa by, by an interventional cardiologist. Interesting, interesting. And I thought that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, no, we're doing, I think a lot <clears> of the <throat> intravascular procedures, I'd say that that has changed the game more than anything i mean yep. people would talk about robotics but honestly robotics hasn't created ways yep. that are clearly hands down you know we, we talked about in previous to- topics yep. of uh, aortic aneurysms <clears throat> yep and to be able to do that without making an incision in the body of, of of large circumstance is so different and the same thing for for this i, I, I don't know anything about the procedure yep. what they did but but if they had if they had to do anything any other way you're talking about a huge operation yep. and risk and long, long well, recovery. Well, then you're talking open heart yeah, surgery, right? Well, that's really interesting, Larry. So, yeah. so we always have to keep and, and you know to your to your point of bringing these things up, people have to be motivated to continue to advance the science of yes. healthcare. Yes, and that takes determination, it takes hard work, and it does take money. Yes. And so, if you're going to take these providers and tell them that we're just going to continue to cut what you're earning. We're going to in, make it really less interesting for people oh, to go into healthcare. Yep. They don't do this just for the money, but they sacrifice a long time yep. to, to get, get where they where they've they going. Do. And, you know, that's really that's really a conversation that, that we'll, maybe we'll pick yep. that up in the next session. We will. All right. And uh, when we come back to Dr. Mark, physicians say that practice ownership by non-physician organizations worsens patients' quality of care. We'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now, Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra, Saturdays at 11 a.m., only here on The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. You found Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now studios. We're going to wrap today up and uh, talk about something uh, we teased at on, um, before yep. the break. I, I, I want I want to hear more about this, Larry. So you said physicians yep. say that practice ownership by non-physician organizations right. 
worsen patients' quality of health. So yep. what we're talking about here, the two two organizations are mm-hmm. going to be venture capital, right, and hospitals, right, versus independent doctors. versus independent doctors. That's right. All That's right. right. Well, I, and, I I know you wouldn't have brought it up if it's not going to say what I wanted to hear, but go ahead. Well. It's interesting because the Physician Society of Central Florida, who you actually happen to be a board member of, true, true. actually wrote this article. No, oh, geez. Well, now, now I'm kind of embarrassed I didn't yeah. even look at it. Oh, yeah, and, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're saying that almost 60% of physicians who practice as employees of hospitals and other, as you mentioned, corporate entities say that non-physician practice ownership results in a lower quality of patient care. Now, these are the doctors that actually practice in these entities saying you can get better care somewhere else. Right. Now, I do want to I do want to make a little correction. They, mm-hmm. Physician Society of Central Florida printed this out and put it out, but it wasn't right. They, they didn't write the article. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. So, yeah, this, yeah. I think it came out of Chicago. Yeah, you probably University saw this of Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, now I don't feel so bad. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking I wasn't paying attention to my crew. But, yeah, yeah so – 60% and and so they're they're surveying docs that are involved in in that transition. That's right. And and that's their takeaway. And you know, we get these docs coming out of these systems all the time back into our network. Yeah, and I don't know, you you could say this is all sour grapes or or whatever, but this is I'm this is what we hear. This is our exposure and this is what we tout as yep. you know, why why are we standing here worrying about a 3.7 or 3.73% cut. We're worried about it because we want yep. physicians to continue to go through their training to get, right. get there and, right. and be able to feel like they're a valued yep. member of society and can and really keep the, going. You hit the name on the head, Dr. Mark. These physicians feel like they don't have the autonomy to make referrals. Right. They don't have the ability from a time standpoint to spend time with their patients, and it's always a financial incentive. Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, that 100%. is it in a nutshell. Oh, it is, and yep. and the, you know the transition occurred when I'm I'm not going to pretend that physicians are great business folk. Some right. are, some right. are, some are amazing, yep. right? You were pretty yeah. good. I, I I worked at it hard. You were right? good, yeah. So, but others, you know, others run away from the idea. That's right. Okay, so I'm not saying that historically physicians could rule the healthcare yep. world. Yep. And there was a transition when people thought, you know. It's kind of crazy to have a doctor run a hospital. Let's have somebody go to college right. and, and get a master's and learn how to run a hospital. And then and, tell people how to practice run, medicine. Right? And yep. then it jumped into, you know, if I can run <laughs> a uh, Michelin tire production center, I can probably run a hospital. Exactly. And, and you know, there's a good argument that, that business-wise, you can do it yep. better than most. But – but that's that's health care is different. Healthcare is different. Yeah. And and so we you know, we've had this big pendulum swing. There there's an answer to it, and the answer is to having all parties yeah. at the table and all the hospitals and all yeah. the groups they tout that you're at the table, yeah. the venture yeah. capital alike, yeah. that oh well you'll have a say, but at yeah. the end of the day, it's the bottom line. Well, here's the one that disturbed me the most about these complaints mm-hmm. with the physician ownership or private equity. Half of the doctors reported policies or financial incentives to adjust patients' treatment options to reduce cost or therapies, Dr. Mark. Right, right. And that and is a And why any doctor problem. that took the oath would put up with that, I have no idea. Right. So you're, you're put between a rock and a hard place. Yep. And a lot, yep. of, a lot of times you can say, like, well, I'm going to show you data to show that doing treatment A is just as good as B yep. and, 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 you know, treatment a and B are difference in yep. cost, yep. so pick the cheaper one. Right. Well, if you are an experienced physician and you want to give what you think is best to your patient, 
you're really supposed to be in charge that's of that choice. That's exactly right. Now, are you right or wrong? I'm just saying yeah. that's the but relationship you should, between you the and doctor. the patient. That's right. But, well, more importantly, they're the patient. And they come yeah. in there and they trust that that person, that, that provider, is doing that decision making. For the making. simple best interest Do you think they even me. know the name that's of right. the uh, chief financial officer Absolutely. in the institution? Or and, the medical I mean, director yeah. that's driving them, right? Right. Yeah. So, so it's really, it really is a a difficult thing, and and you know, you see it happening, and it's kind of like yeah. you know, watch watching the house yeah. burn down. You know what's yeah. going to happen next, but what can you do about yeah. it? Exactly. A couple other things that they're concerned about is burdensome electronic records processes, and also most of these, are, in fact, all these physicians, and you know this as yeah. good as anybody, yeah. had to sign a non compete. Yeah. Once right. they got employed. Right. Yeah. I'm really, really hoping that, you know, Congress was looking at these, this overall non yep. not just for yep. medicine, yep. but over everything saying yep. that, you know, it, it's a restriction of trade. It restricts yep. anybody's ability to do what they do best. And so that's what I really yep. want to see happen. Right. Well, because, and I'm glad you mentioned that, Dr. Mark, because we're going to talk about, aside from this article that these physicians are stating this, the Federal Trade Commission chief is gearing up for a showdown with private equity in 2024. Okay. All right. So, yeah, tell me more about that. Yeah. I mean, because that, so, I mean, that's, that's not, so that's the same group that was, ex, yep. was working towards destroying non-competes. Yep. But well, this is, well this the is perfect a- example is a recent Federal Trade Commission civil lawsuit accusing one of the nation's largest anesthesiology groups of monopolistic practices that sharply drove up pricing is a warning to private equity investors that could temper their big push to snap up physician organizations and groups. Yeah, I mean, I, you I know where that, that's going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, and I think that, uh, I don't know who's going to be the big loser in, in that battle because, yep. you know, it is, it, it's a, it's well, a, if it drove up prices, I can tell you, it's going to be the anesthesiology group. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so if we see that, so that's sort of the, the opposite where the business side increased cost, but we still don't, I'm, I don't know where the, where yep. the physician side comes into that, yep. you know, that's, yep. that's, that's something to keep yep. an eye on. Well, the Federal Trade Commission chairman, her name is Lena, L-I-N-A Khan, K-H-A-N. She says she wants to send a very large message based on this anesthesiology lawsuit to all private equity groups going forward that if you buy physician practices and your whole motivation is the bottom line right. and you're not taking care of patients, then we're going to come after you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I, I love it, Dr. Like, Mark. I, I don't want to do, we'll, yep. we'll let uh, readers go look into the, the styles and the companies themselves. And yep. cause I, I know, I know a little bit about this, this particular I know you case yep. and, yep. and where it comes down to where you, you see the relationship change is yep. you know the anesthesiologist has a lot of different medications that they use yep. during yep. You know, any particular operation yep. and if they start selecting those those drugs just based on their right. cost because yep. they're told you can no longer use any of these and that's yep. exactly what has happened that's exactly and what it's, it is it's happened it's happened all over the place, Larry. And the average consumer or patient has no idea that these anesthesiologists practicing in these hospitals are contracted employees. They don't work for the hospital. No, no, they, they don't have work for no the idea. Right? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. and and to that, I mean, I li- I like that part, but they are working for somebody here. That's right. right. That's and, right. And and they are That's they right. are 
the bottom line on everything, and it's not just hospitals, it's even the surgery centers, which are much more mm-hmm. efficient, but it's all bottom line driven. Yeah. And if the financial officers are identifying things that are being spent, you know, let's say let's say a new drug comes out, right? That's okay. That's it, it's it's better than there hasn't been one like this before. Right. So if you go to your pharmacy and say, oh, I need you to start ordering this drug and they and they track what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, that year, that drug column has a multiple percent because it had a zero, right, zero right. cost last year. Right. And pharmacies are cost centers. They're not earning centers. Right. 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 Now, the hospitals can bump up pricing so it becomes an earning to the hospital. But the cost center, yep. and yep. that's how they've set it up at the hospitals. They put it on the shoulders of the pharmacists to say, you need to keep your cost. This is your budget. So if a new drug comes out yep. and everybody knows that's the drug to use, yep. they have difficulty yep. using it because they're going to be over budget immediately. Yep. And they're gonna, it's going to get come, come back to them. Yep. Now, what if that drug saved the hospital money because it got patients home faster? Right, that's a different story. No, it's not a different yeah. story. All right, because the money is pocketed by the hospital. Well, that's true. They yep. they don't go back to pharmacy and go, yep. your budget was. We're going to adjust your budget. Right. So right. when you talk to, so there's my my point being that the pharmacists mm-hmm. want to do the right thing. Yep. But they can't. But they can't. Yep. Their hands yep. are tied, yep. and it's not unlike the anesthesiologist yep. and other providers that if the people who supply the medications that they're going to use say, oh, yep. you can't use that one, then right. you can't use it. That's and, right. and your only choice, people say, well, then get up and move. Yeah. Well, they may have to move really far yeah. away. And, you know, that, exactly. is, is that fair to them just no, because they're not. providers? That's right. As opposed that's to right. being any other profession. That's it, right. it's, it's not right. Well, you know, we've seen the movement of private equity and physician acquisition here in the last few years actually kind of trump even hospital acquisition of physician practices. But also it's raised mounting concerns about the impact on healthcare costs, quality of care, and in particular, provider clinical autonomy, Dr. Mark. Yeah, That's really sense. what we're talking about yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, it is. It is. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a slippery slope that is already a steep slope because we're seeing it in, in every way that we can. Yeah. I mean, well, it's kind of ironic, Larry, because we talk about trimming the healthcare dollar. We yep. talk about trimming yep. the budget. And this is trimming a budget. It is. But it's in the wrong place. That's right. Right? So it's cutting your cutting your That's face right. off despite That's your nose. Right. And, and, you know, with all – I mean, we've talked about uh, uh, Amazon, Walgreens, uh, with uh, Village MD, CVS Health. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Walmart, all these even uh, – what was it? Best Buy is even getting into the – Healthcare, right. and now the other day I heard Kroger, yeah, Kroger Health. Try that one on for size. I don't know. I mean, it can't, it can't be dollar store. I mean, come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. Yeah. They're, they're all all they're getting into all it. getting into it. Yep. And and again, you know, you can take the business mind and do the right thing and maximize what you're doing. But if all you're looking at is the cost of supply yep. and the cost of delivery, and you're not looking at outcomes then you're missing the point. You're actually going to lose money. Yep. But but yep. nobody's figuring that out until it's too late. So yep. you got me on a good rant for this one. No, I know. This yeah, was, was a good, good one. Yeah. Uh, talking about physician ownership and you know d- decreased quality and 
increased cost. And then now the FTC is actually going to look at this. So we'll be following Lena Khan's activities during yeah, 2024, Dr. Mark. Yeah, and hopefully it's not just something that, that gets out there in the news and it's yeah. a flash in the pan and we don't hear about it anymore. Yeah. But it, it's very, very important that we look at the bigger picture yes. in healthcare, Absolutely. and we don't just look – I mean, we're – we're not we, – okay, we are a business. We are a business. Yeah. But how much something costs isn't necessarily related to just the upfront cost. That's right. Because different than, I mean, a car repair, you know, if, yep. if, you, if you don't do it right – you know, we're gonna we're gonna bring you in and we're gonna just do it Sooner do it or later, again. You're gonna right. be on the side of right. the road. Exactly. That's right. And so, you know, the the, the cost of not yep. using the best care yep. may be more expensive yep. than paying for the best yep. care. And that's you know, that's yep. that's a that's a difficult argument to make to your chief yep. financial officer and team. Yes. And the, and you know, the other thing is we talk about if you don't uh, maintain your car, you're going to be on the side of the road. Well, the bottom line in healthcare is if you don't maintain your body, you're going to be in the ER. Absolutely. See you next week, Larry. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today on Healthcare Now. To find the answers you are looking for or have a question, you can reach Larry and Dr. Mark by emailing your questions and comments to follow us at healthcarenow.us. And we'll continue our discussion same time next week on navigating our complex healthcare system on Healthcare Now. On Healthcare Now. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 